Lawrence of Arabia, the movie from 1963 starring Peter O'Toole, won seven Academy Awards. T.E. Lawrence was the real Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, that was a real person. An amazing man who had quite the adventurous life. And did you know he was also an avid motorcyclist? And he's quoted as saying, When my mood gets too hot and I find myself wandering beyond control, I pull out my motorbike and hurl it top speed through these unfit roads for hour after hour. Yeah, this was a man who understood that riding a motorcycle made him happy. I, like many of you, ride my motorcycle because it makes me happy too. It just does. I once told a friend of mine that my motorcycle is the gift in my garage. And he said, now that's pretty clever. (laughs) I don't know where I got that phrase, but I think I borrowed or stole it. It just seemed to resonate, though. I'm rereading a book now to determine if it was the source of that phrase that I can probably not take credit for. Either way, it's still true for me. It is a gift in the garage. Today, in our short but reflective time together, we'll consider what our motorcycles mean to us. Whether you're a seasoned rider or just getting started, I hope that this episode will give you a new appreciation for your gift in the garage. Thank you for listening. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go. Standing still, lifeless, alone in our garages. They are awkward, these motorcycles of ours. Unlike a car, gravity dictates that it must fall to one side or the other when it's still. Standing still, it has to extend a side stand or a kickstand, some of us call it. A little arm that's folded up, mostly hidden when we're riding, but it's very necessary when it's still. Even leaning against that, it's, it's awkward. It's a slightly awkward angle, isn't it? It's not until we join it and we together start to move that we together become stable. Stable in our mind, in our body anyway, even when we're moving. The book that I'm rereading is called The Perfect Vehicle. What is it about motorcycles by Melissa Holbrook Pearson? She wrote this in the foreword. She said, at precisely this moment, someone somewhere is getting ready to go for a ride. The motorcycle stands in a cool, dark garage, its air expected with gas and grease. The rider approaches from outside. The light goes on, a flame everlasting seems to rise on a piece of chrome. As the rider advances and leather sleeves are zipped tight on the forearms and the helmet briefly hides everything that it's pulled down 
with the chin strap buckled, this muffled weight, with its own faint and apparent scent, triggers recollections of hours and miles spent within it. Fourteen weeks, but who's counting, right? That's how long it's been since I had the accident here at home where I badly injured my hand and couldn't ride after that point. 14 weeks since I haven't been able to ride. But I go out in the garage and I pat my motorcycles on the tank and I still say thank you for the rides you've given me thus far and the adventures we'll have together, I know, in the near future. Now, I've been very blessed. I have some great friends who are also motorcycle riders, and they've been very enthusiastic to come over and ride my motorcycles for me, as I've asked them to. I like to keep them moving. It's good for them, right? It's good for us to keep moving, too. And I'm not saying that I am not moving. I mean, the doctors aren't allowing me to ride a motorcycle for the next couple of months or so, but I've got an old Jeep Wrangler. It's old 25-year-old jeep and uh i put my dog in it with me just today and we went for a long drive of course over the same routes that i would normally be riding my motorcycle they didn't tell me i couldn't do that so i'll continue to be out on my jeep tooling around until i can be back on my motorcycle again one of my good friends who came over just today to take one my couple of my bikes out for a ride Jeff, he'll be helping me out with the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride that's going to happen a week from Sunday. And when Jeff got back from the ride on one of my bikes, he and I were talking about what motorcycles do for us, just like I've already described. Jeff reflected on how, when he was going through some troubled times with his health, he was fortunate to still be able to ride. And it was those hours and miles out on the bike where life did indeed slow down and became manageable once again. He said it made him happy. Yeah, I get that. As mentioned, I'm rereading a book, but I'm also taking time to reflect back on the past 16 episodes of Peace, Love, Moto. I was warned early on that it may be difficult to maintain a weekly podcast and keep it interesting. I do think of my listeners when I determine the content of each podcast, but I must be really honest. I do this for me also. I write the scripts and do my best to record a quality episode because it reminds me of how very, very blessed I've been in my life since getting my first little bike when I was 11 years old. I was changed then, and I felt the joy of riding then, and I feel it now. Over and over in this podcast, I know I've spoken on the importance of kindness. And kindness to yourself and kindness to others is is critical. But I think that we just got to still focus on doing it for ourselves from time to time. Because when we're happy, those around us see it. They'll see the shine in your eyes. They'll see the smile on your face. I hope that you'll just go out for a ride for the sake of riding sometimes just because it makes you happy I'll close with this quote and it's my hope for you some motorcycle riders pick a destination and go other riders just pick a direction and go next time you're ready for a ride just pick a direction smile and go. 
Thank you so much for listening. I wish you peace and I wish you love. 